Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here, February 21st, 2022. It's a Monday morning. It is exactly right on the money, 4.30 a.m. We had a beautiful day yesterday, 62 degrees, sunny, very little wind. Uh, And today we are going back into winter. (laughs) Uh, We're not quite done it. You know, that transition, uh, the transitions from seasons is slow. Uh, And as a person who doesn't like winter, the transition into spring is always too slow. So greetings uh, as we begin the last month of winter here in South Central Iowa. Uh, And the seasons begin to change. It's always good. Uh, I want to talk to you about how things are changing in the false reality. Now, you know the theory of the podcast, I hope, I know, that I'm convinced, I'm sure of, I live out of the fact that we humans have and continue to create systems that do not reflect our authenticity, that do not f- reflect who we truly are. Uh, we create economic, religious, political systems, systems of every kind, that are not based in kindness, but are based in selfishness, self-aggrandizement, narcissistic behavior, megalomania, uh, selfishness, choose your word. Uh, And we are just there. The spiritual life is not about believing that a man or a woman did something thousands of years ago or yesterday to me. Uh, The spiritual life is about growing to see these things as false and growing into your authentic self. Uh, But as more people project into the false reality, the false reality itself is really changing. Now, on one hand, that's probably good because the changes are not positive. Uh, And hopefully that will force us to grow out of these perceptions. On the other hand, uh, it's becoming increasingly difficult to live in the context of the false reality and deal with the frustration therein. I will borrow that old Christian teaching of you need to be in the world but not of it. That's what it means to be spiritual. We are in the world. We are functioning. I'm getting ready for work. But my work does not define me. It is not my identity. It is what I do to pay the bills. And so, uh, you know, the ways in which the false reality is offering identity to people is, is really morphing and it's changing. And mostly because of technology. Now, I'm not one of these guys who thinks the good old days are better. Uh, Technology has a wonderful side to it. Uh, I'm giving you a podcast through technology. Uh, I record sometimes my own music through technology. I communicate with family. I uh, live out certain ways through and because of technological advances. Very grateful for them. However, what I have noticed in our society is that it has changed how we function and it has not changed it 
always for the best. That there's a positive side to technology, no doubt. No doubt. But there's also uh, the other side. Uh, the darker side, the more destructive side of technology. And so when we live in a dualistic system, a dualistic world that we do, this false world, uh, those two things become more clear and acute. And I want to talk about how technology in modern living uh, is really rewiring how we function and, you know, there are studies, you can go out there and look, that say that video games and, and how we live, uh, social media, are really affecting how we live cognitively, how we perceive, how we function, how we process. Now, if we're talking about perception, if, if technology is affecting our perception, then it affects our spirituality, and therefore it's important for us I think, to talk about. Now, let me tell you the genesis of this podcast, why I am talking about this at 4.35 a.m. on a Monday morning. And it's, it's a simple thing, but it's something I've noticed. And it's when you notice these things that, that really are the, the cues and the key to understanding reality. Um, we have a local fast food place. It's a chain fast food place. It will remain nameless. Uh, a large fast food chain that you have probably frequented. Uh, we frequent it, uh, frequent it too often. Uh, you know, it's not the healthiest place, but it's fast. Uh, and I have noticed that the orders are never right. And this is not just true of, of this particular fast food chain. It's true of most fast food places. Think about uh, how often your order is wrong at a fast food chain. It used to be, and again, I'm not trying to lift up the past is better, but it used to be that uh, there was some thought, some care, some deliberation, about receiving a fast food order. Occasionally, you'd be missing something, and the restaurants usually make it right. But I have noticed that now, especially become acute in the past 10 years, more often than they are right, the orders are wrong. And I think that has to do with the speed of things. It has to do with how we process information and how much information we put on people. Uh, if you pull into a modern fast food place, you will see that there are several spots for online orders, and there are always spots for people to pull forward and wait for their order. And what we have done is we have simply processed, we are processing more reality than we can function in. And this is one example of that that our technology is outpacing our ability to process. Uh, if you've ever watched a teenage kid play a video game, you know that they are processing things at a super high rate, uh, that their brains are being wired to process that video game at an incredible pace. Well, 
that carries over. And my contention, and I think there's some scientific backing for this, but my opinion and my contention is that technology is making the false reality more difficult to live in because we can't process it. Now, hopefully, this will ultimately cause people to say, you know, this isn't working, we can't do this. I have yet to see it. I have seen only corporations take advantage of all the information and try to increase their profits through it, which is very much, folks, a part of how the false reality operates. But my kids, who are teenagers, um, two of them, I have a daughter who's older and a son who's an adult now, but they were all raised in a time when they had to process much more information than, than I did, and it has affected how they live out of reality. It has affected how they uh, remember things. Uh, and so you can tell them something, and unless it's done immediately, it's easily forgot, and that's because their brain, their prefrontal cortex, their processing ability is flooded. Uh, you can place an order for food in front of someone, and because they're in such a hurry constantly, uh, a lot of it doesn't get paid attention to. You can turn on the television, and you are flooded with commercials about what's not right in your life. Uh, and the reason you're flooded with it is because things don't stick anymore, so they have to repeat them. Uh, what this does is it, it fills up our brain, it, it causes us to overprocess, and it causes a lot of sort of forced forgetfulness, uh, whereas the pace of life used to be slower. Now, what does this have to do with spirituality? Well, it has to do a lot with spirituality because don't forget that we perceive, we process, and we produce a reality. And it can be negative or it can be positive. The idea of a positive spiritual life is to put within that process kindness and love, generosity, empathy, compassion. If we are processing too fast, there's no space for those things to happen. And therefore, we are making it more difficult <clears throat> for people to enter into that process of perception, process, and producing reality. We're not giving people space in their brain, in their soul, in their life for a spiritual life. Uh, I don't have a solution, folks. All I can tell you is that uh, for you as an individual, that you have to give yourself some space. There has to be some space. There has to be some place where you can set and just be. Uh, I know that time is money. That, that time is a precious thing. But... We have to model that for the world. And I'm not talking about sitting and meditating for hours. Uh, 
Uh, and I'm not talking about some phony spirituality where <laughs> you're, you know, intentionally late to things to show that you don't need to adhere to a schedule. I had a friend who was always late, and he always blamed it on being spiritual. Um, that's not right either. But we do have to give ourselves processing space if we're going to live a spiritual life. And so allow yourself processing space. Uh, show the younger generation the value of just sitting and watching a movie or just reading a book or just listening to music. <sighs> Give yourself that breath. That's all I have for you today, friends. Hopefully you can take a breath, meditate, read a book, listen to some music. Uh, just two minutes, ten minutes, whatever. It helps. Uh, we'll talk to you later, my friends. Thanks. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.